This is Dumb Lot, the podcast of dumb crimes and even dumber criminals. Islands in the stream, that is what we are. Oh my God. No one in between. How can we be wrong? Sail away with me to another episode mm. Of dumb line. Uh-huh. Welcome back to Dumb Line. I am Greg, your host. I'm joined by my gobbing buddy, Jason. Hello, everybody. And our true crime rising star, Maria. Hi, dummies. How do you guys feel? You guys eat cold cuts? Do you like yeah, cold cuts? I like cold cuts. I love cold cuts. I try not to eat them, but I love them. I went to uh, grab some cold cuts today. What are you classifying as cold cuts? Anything you get at a deli. Turkey, ham, yeah. salami, gabagool, yeah. all that stuff. Chicken roll, palmetto loaf. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the woman ahead of me asked for a half a pound of imported ham. Very, very thin. She's like, I'm sorry, but very thin. I like my ham real thin, like almost chipped. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm here to empower all of us. As a former deli worker, do not feel apologetic and guilty asking for your stuff extra thin or shaved as I do. Like, I know it's extra work for these people. It's a little extra, more pushes of the slicer machine (laughs) per pound. So that no one wants to do it. They want it thick so they get the minimum amount of slices. Greg was operating slicers illegally during his <laughs> shout out to ray brenner his, his boss. deli experience oh. yeah i worked at a butcher shop deli at like 14 oh you had to be like 18 to be on those things I yeah think. But you have to be a total like what psycho like all the grocery stores that i go to have pre-sliced already pre-packaged if you want to just run in and out yeah they're like the size of they're like a half inch thick <laughs> He's sliced. Oh, they're so, they're so thick. Yeah, I don't want I mean, my how can you like eat that? that? You can't. Cheese, cheese, nothing tastes good. It should be thin, 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 airy, aromatic. Yes. Yeah. So I just want to empower all you cold cut delicatessen people. Order your shit thin. Do not feel guilty and get it chipped or shaved because that is the best. Oh, the chipped is oh, it's so good. You can just pile it. Oh, yeah. So nice. Yeah, <laughs> super nice. It's like snow. Cold cut snow. Like snow. Meat snow. Meat snow. I mean, that sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> Does to me. Yeah. Maybe not to some of our listeners, but to Maybe. me, meat snow sounds awesome. Just a light sh- a snow shower yeah, a little, on little, your roll. Yeah, oh a little God. gabagool, a little ham. I'm, snow. I'm just straight bologna snow. I want bologna. <laughs> Thin though, right? Thin, absolutely. Yeah. Bologna. bologna and olive loaf, like, which I guess is pimento loaf. Yes, same thing. yes. I do like oh, olive loaf. I love it. And you can go a little thicker with the liverwurst. You can go thick. Oh no, yeah, but not. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's not, not a big, crazy. Not, not a half a inch. Liverwurst. Yeah, I'm not a big liverwurst guy. My dad loved it. Uh, I used to like that liverwurst and onions. Yeah, yeah, yeah and mustard. That mustard. Yeah, that was yeah, that was him. Yeah. Loved it. All right, Marie, you got a headline for us? What do you think, Greg? Extra, extra, read all about it. Extra, extra, read all about it. This week's headline is from USA Today, September 6th, 2023, 70 miles from Tybee Island, Georgia. 
Florida man arrested while attempting to run across Atlantic Ocean in a giant hamster wheel. Oh, I saw this guy. I saw this guy. This contraption is insane. It's bananas. It's, it's insane. And this is like his multi, like he's tried to do this multiple times. Yes. And he just launches it from the beach. Yeah. And just tries to run. Where's he trying to run? Across, across the ocean? The, across, across the Atlantic the ocean. ocean. You should see this fucking thing. It's crazy. Oh and he like God. is trying to get What's around. this guy look like? <laughs> he's um, like kind of a normal he's dude. He's just like, a, I mean, a normal Florida man. Yeah. 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 And yeah, not, sorry not to steal your thunder, Maria, but this, I was reading the story. I was like, this guy like because he keeps getting caught and caught is it illegal yeah 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 it is yeah you can't do that because you're putting like unnecessary like service like Like what is the what is the statute he's violating or crime i do do agree that he should be able to sign a waiver and be like this is what i'm doing like don't you don't have to come and get me like you don't have to come and get me but he's been doing this so many times like he like sneak attacks his launches (laughs) so yeah it's just going like a public beach and just like set this thing up and go yeah what does going entail um he just runs in this ocean so does he build a runway because going on the sand's got to be almost impossible no it's like an inflatable it looks like like if he if if you have it's a little crazy. rodent in a little ball, yeah, and the it. ball yeah, yeah, runs. Those, but you can't yeah. get that going on the sand. Well, I think yes, he's you can. You can? It's inflatable. Yeah. It's light yeah, enough it's to just, get going yeah, on the sand. He's just got to get it yeah. going. Running on yeah. sand sucks. No, it's so much air it's, around it. It's just like it's like a beach ball. Yeah. It's All like right. a, giant a giant beach, beach ball, ball that he's in. So he's like, yeah, so he like, he like, he's had to... It was crazy. I got like in a hole on this guy. Like he used to have like these like launches from like docks and stuff and they kept catching him so he's like has these clandestine ones yeah where he just goes to a public beach and sets up and tries to do it it's so funny so it took how the, far does he go? i'm sorry it, yeah, yeah, yeah. it took the coast guard three days to apprehend yeah. what is he just ray belucci <laughs> in the wheel three days on water yeah yeah wow he's just out there scaring around yeah. does he have food in there yeah he's got a whole thing in there he's ready to does go does the food spin no no he's got it like it's, it's like, got a yeah. spin it's no, got, he, does he have mounted in there it's yeah it's like mounted like it, it's got like an exoskeleton kind of thing it's a whole thing man it is it's crazy it's crazy you yeah. would think that ghost guard could just it, shoot a dart into this thing and pop it you and then think. just scoop I mean, him up he like and he for he was doing this for three days and he wasn't very far he's got to be like exhausted like, yeah how far does that do you know how far he's gotten in this transatlantic I mean, trip ever i don't i don't know the mileage and i really wish i did but i know it's not far if the coast guard just he's been out there for three days and the coast guard just picks him up he's still in coast guard <laughs> yeah, jurisdiction range. three yes, days yeah, later yeah, he's, yeah, yes <laughs> Yes. Yeah, he's not in international no, waters. Not in international waters. He's like, in, yeah, he's still in our jurisdiction, which is like, what, maybe, I don't know, I don't know like how long 10 it is. or 12 miles. I don't it's think not, it's that I don't, far. It's not that no, far. It's, it's not, not an alarming far. amount of no, space now. No. no. <laughs> I feel like oh, you could man, get the same, the same distance on like a, a big floaty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. So he was charged with an obstruction of a boarding and violation of a captain of the port order because he wouldn't let. Yeah, he was avoiding the coast guard. Yeah, because he like these launches. People like they're talking to him. They're like, "You just set up and just like went." Like he just. 
it's nuts. It's Do you, I wonder how long it takes him to pump that thing up. Does he have like a bike pump and he's there for like two weeks? I don't know. It's a... I think he's got a pretty streamlined to the point where he can get this up and out pretty quick. He's got to have some kind of <laughs> motorized, yeah, motorized. I know, but I love something. the idea of a bike pump. Yeah. He's just like, can't stop me. Just one of those little ones, and he's just like doing it real quick. Oh, God. It was, yeah. He's at the local gas station. Sonoko guy is just calling 911. Listen, he's at it again. <laughs> he's over here pumping up his ball. Yeah. 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 It was, I was like, oh, man, I was. I was laughing out loud reading that. It was I thought it was so funny. Yes, yeah, crazy. What's his name again? Ray Bellucci. Ray Bellucci. <laughs> Ray Bellucci. Don't give up, Ray. Don't give up. Carpe diem, Ray. Yeah, Bellucci. Yeah, fight the power, Ray. <laughs> All right, Marie, you got a little true crime yarn you want to spin with us? <laughs> yes. Sweet. This case is what happens when an absolute dumbopath develops an unhealthy relationship with an imaginary friend. Sources include BBC News, The Scotsman, Irish Examiner, Crime Library, and other sources. So we are overseas. Overseas. We are. Alan Mingus is 14 years old and lives in Faldhouse, West Lothian, Scotland, which is halfway between Glasgow and Edinburgh. At school one day in 1995, Alan confronts Brian Fell, a classmate, in the hallway. Brian recalls, quote, I had heard a week before he had a knife in school and was going about saying he wanted to stab me, but I didn't believe it. A week later, I saw him in the corridor outside the English room, and he asked me to go outside for a fight like kids do. The next thing- offered him out. He just like, so these guys have previous beef, and he just called him out? Like, do we know what's- He was just walking around saying he wanted to stab Brian. I don't know. I'll offer you out. You ever ever offer anyone out? No, I got called out once. Were you all you were offered out? Yeah. Did you what call is offered that? out? Yeah. When we were kids, like I, we would be like, we oh, I'll offer you out. That would be a fight. Yeah, call, oh. we would call him out. Call yo, him out. Call yo, him out. That's yo, what we call, said. Yo, I call you out. out. Yeah. yeah, I call you out. I got called out once. Do you, any, you Did you offer anybody out or no, get offered out? No, no. But I was part of the maniacal crowd that would be like, <laughs> can't wait for this to happen. <laughs> Where are we going? Cayuga, M and Cayuga Street. <laughs> can't wait for this one. Well... <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to let's get some be, snacks. Let's be very, very clear. Em and Cayoga and Marlton, Mar- you know, those are different. Those are different. Yeah, yeah. Those are different fights. Still the same, you know. Still the 13 same. Thirteen year olds fighting. Yeah, still the same. But bare knuckles. Yeah, yeah we were. Yeah. All right. Sorry, Mike. We That's were. okay. Um. So the next thing I know, this is Brian's quote, just to remind everybody. The next thing I know, I felt a blow to my side that felt like a really hard punch. Then he was in front of me, and I saw the knife coming down toward my chest. I threw up my arm and blocked it. Then he ran off. I looked down, and there was blood coming through my jumper. I shouted to the PE teacher who was in the corridor. He fucking stabbed me. (laughs) That has got to be... What is this teacher looking at? Yeah. I don't Why this know. This is happening. <laughs> I don't know. That's the thing too. I, I don't. Come know. on, man. <laughs> so Brian is hospitalized and obviously survives the attack. Alan is sentenced to three years in juvie at St. Mary's in Glasgow. After he after he serves his time, he moves in with his father, whose name is Thomas Mingus, and who says that Alan becomes withdrawn and sullen after his St. Mary's sentence. It just seems like Mingus sounds like a bully name. I know. And it's spelled M-E-N 
Z-I-E-S. So I was writing this and thinking it's Menzies, which sounds sort of diseasy or... He's got the Menzies. Prescription-y. <laughs> He's got the Menzies. The Menzies dropsies. <laughs> yeah. um, but don't, it's don't Mengus. Don't let him cough on you. M-E-N-Z-E-S is Mengus? M-E-N-Z-I-E-S oh, is wow. Mengus. Wow. Um, so Brian also remembers seeing Alan abuse animals when they're young. Ooh, that's not, never a good sign. Later on, Alan's mother, Linda, describes Alan's childhood as an isolated one. He didn't have many friends. He didn't go out often. Well, he stabbed somebody. And he was... <laughs> <laughs> you know? Very good I'm point. Ju- I'm, just, I'm, I'm just saying. It's not no, you're the, right. And I'm not trying to, you know... Okay. Shit on this kid, but so, he doesn't yeah, have any many friends. I get it. I get it. Um, so he was also withdrawn at home. She did add that he was very good about cleaning his room, which is really like sort of an odd uh, thing to like I squeeze mean, in there. But, but that feels like I'm not. It feels like very creepy. Like he's very, very like he oh, yeah. well, he abuses animals, but his room but is his very room is, clean. He's got OCD. Like it's, yeah. <laughs> He tortures animals and he has OCD. Okay. <laughs> um, so when Alan is about 17 or 18, she takes him to a general doctor for help, but there are no further details about that particular visit. So we're going to time travel now to t- 2002. <laughs> At 21 years old, Alan is unemployed and consumed by the movie Queen of the Damned, which stars Aaliyah as Akasha. Great movie, Anna Leah. Yeah. That was right that was, after she died too. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah. How old she was he here? Twenty one. Twenty one. She was she was really jumping off there. That movie was I like know. launching her. I was a big fan of Aaliyah. Yeah. So Akasha is the queen of all vampires, and the and the vampire Lestat, who was the main character in the Anne Rice series that began with Interview with a Vampire, makes music that brings Akasha to Earth. Obviously, chaos ensues. So Alan borrows the movie from his friend Thomas McKendrick, who's also 21 and lives in Faldhouse. Within a few weeks of borrowing the movie from Thomas, Alan has watched it 100 times. So he has never seen it prior to borrowing it, we he think? He watched it, I think, with Thomas and then like became I, totally I need to borrow this with it. Alan also begins going by an extremely original vampire name, Vamp. You can't call yourself. That's the name of a lipstick color or a nail nail polish color. It is. I think I have it. Yeah. Yeah. I I bought that from the person (laughs) in my life. This name selection is Is questionable at best. Yeah. Really. And you, I mean, Vampire is usually pretty cool, and you've got a wide range to pick a cool yeah, at least name. If you're going to go, cool if you're going to go cliche, go, go Vlad. Yeah, and you, yeah, and you go vamp. Vamp. Mm. Yeah, mm, it's weak. So during this time, Alan becomes fascinated with the news story about a man who kills a woman, removes her heart, and drinks her blood. That's a real news it's story. A news okay. story. Initially, he thinks the killer is a quote bit of a fruitcake but then starts respecting what he's done, eventually saying that the murder would have been a complete waste of time if the murderer hadn't drunk the victim's blood. So here comes the dumb. (laughs) 
Thomas visits Alan on December 11th and makes a sexual comment about Akasha. I'm oh, sure. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, man. So Thomas then asks Alan, quote, you don't really believe in vampires, do you? Alan explodes. He believes that Akasha's presence is with him and attacks Thomas with a knife. He stabs Thomas repeatedly 42 times in the head and body using a Bowie knife and a kitchen knife. That is a lot of times. Yeah. It is. He then bludgeons Thomas with a hammer. Oh. Whoa. Alan drinks Thomas's blood and eats a fragment of his skull. Skull? Yeah. That sounds crunchy. I mean, I, just, I don't know I how you would break not through to, that. Yeah, I was just going to say. Maybe it was like a tiny little crumb. Not I, don't, to, I mean, <laughs> really not to make light of no, this at no, all. No, but no, I no, no. I feel like if you're going to do that, a skull, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't eat that part. I agree. It's hard to believe this guy didn't have friends. <laughs> he was such a loner. I mean, it is. Yeah, mom pretty, is in total. It is pretty crazy. She's denial. just mystified. <laughs> His room is really neat. Like, yeah, I don't know like, why he doesn't have any friends. Yeah. It's so clean. <laughs> he's just such a clean yeah, you're person. stabbing friends. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, my God. Stabbing classmates and uh, yes. roommates <laughs> or his friend. Jesus. So Alan's father, Thomas Mangus, returns home that day and sees spots of blood in different places around the house. Alan tells him that he cut himself on a can, and that is apparently enough of an explanation of bloodstains for dad. At 2 a.m., Alan brings Thomas's body to the woods in a wheeled garbage can. His clothes are discovered in a bag in the woods on January 4th, and here comes more dumb. Dump, 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 dump. Thomas is buried in a shallow grave in Fault House. So shallow, in fact, that when police are searching for his body on January 18th, Thomas's hand is sticking out of the ground. It's almost, you think, like at times when it's the energy or the spear just puts that hand up. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, how, like, how does he miss that walking away? Right. Like, don't you like. This is a guy who keeps his room clean. Yeah. Oh, attention to that's detail. a really good point. He misses his hand popping out. That is a good point. So when Alan's father confirms that Thomas visited the day he went missing, police search Alan's house and find annotated copies of Blood and Gold by Anne Rice. The book contains handwritten notes that say, quote, I have chosen my fate to become a vampire. Blood is much too precious to be wasted on humans. And the blood is the life. I've drunk the blood and it shall be mine for I have seen horror. The master will come for me and he has promised to make me immortal for I will do as they command. Though this was not included in major news outlets accounts, a few smaller stories include an encounter in a supermarket in which Alan asks Thomas's mother how to remove bloodstains. Alan is arrested January 20th, 2003. So he's sent to Edinburgh's Sauton Prison. And while he's on the drive to Sauton Prison, he says, I'm going to get 20 to 25 years for this, for doing him with a hammer and my Bowie knife. That's exactly how it's quoted. But I have got his soul. He also says that he hopes to be held in Carstairs, which is a village with a psychiatric hospital. And he is indeed held in Carstairs before trial. And here comes more dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Alan states that he and Akasha are both disappointed in the hospital because there are no other vampires there. Are they only transporting him at night? 
Yeah. Like, is he transported during the day and nothing's happening? He's not burning? Like, this would be a clue that he might not be a vampire. Well, Scotland is also very oh, overcast. Come on, it's not. It's, I know. It's ultraviolet light yeah. rays are still out there in true. overcast. It's not the sun. You can it's get the, a sunburn with the overcast. It's the, the ultraviolet overcast. that yeah. is yeah. the... This guy, I mean, his story's not checking out here unless they are transporting him under the cover oh, of darkness. That would be... That would be so That would be good. if he was like, I refuse to get in that car until the sunset. <laughs> right. you, I'm going to burn up out there. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Alan's list of visitors states that Akasha and Lestat are his parents. Obviously, he's examined by three separate psychiatrists to see if he is fit to stand trial. They all diagnose him as a psychopath, but a psychiatrist for the defense diagnoses him with antisocial personality disorder and schizophrenia, but only during the murder, not after. <laughs> wow, yeah, how does that even possible? Yeah. That's not, it's not possible. Yeah, that, uh, that acute schizophrenia, it'll get you. <laughs> it just pops yeah. up. You can't predict it. Sometimes you'll just, these acute attacks of, yeah, right. it's crazy. So the court declares him fit for a trial, which begins in October 2003. While on trial, Alan explains that he believed that drinking Thomas's blood would make him a vampire. At the end of the day, I does, knew. Does he? Ahead. Does he know he's not a vampire now? I don't. I'm. I'm like, honestly on the fence as to whether he's acting or. This guy's knowledge of vampires weak. Like you have to be bitten. Yeah. You can't just drink yeah, blood and become a vampire. Or have an imaginary friend named Akasha who apparently yeah. tells you what there to do. There needs to be a bite this, here. That this, right. Is, do you think that is the only vampire movie he's ever seen? <laughs> <laughs> is Lestat in that movie? Lestat yeah. is in that oh, movie. Okay. I've never seen the movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this might be the only one he's he's ever seen. Yeah. It's possible. It is, po- all, it is very possible. All of my vampire knowledge and it's history. Bite. It's bite related. I've learned from this one movie and I haven't researched <laughs> right. anything else. Yeah, this yeah. is what I'm going to be. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so while on trial. You see this? This is your reflection. Yeah. <laughs> Vampires yeah. don't have reflections, bro. Yeah, they don't have bro. reflections. Yeah. What? 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 <laughs> 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 so while on trial alan explains that he believed drinking thomas's blood would make him a vampire at the end of the day i knew i would have to murder somebody anyway it was the only way you could do it if you don't murder somebody you couldn't become a vampire that's not true that's that goes against everything in vampire lore (laughs) it's not the initiation there's not like three vampires be like yo you need to go murder someone or you can't become a vampire That's not how it works, no, it, no. as far as I know. Like there are, I mean, there are just so many other vampire movies out there that you it's can just true. watch that right. show you all of this. It's true. There's no fact-checking in no. his no. mania. There's, there's none. So when Alan is questioned by the defense, his lawyer asks, are you telling us that you now believe you're a vampire? Alan says yes. He also responds yes to the question, do you believe that you'll gain immortality? And affirms that he believes that killing Thomas granted him immortality. He's so far off on this vampire lore. It's not even. It's just. <laughs> and he's crazy. like the most. He's just completely wrong. Like he's all in on this vampire, but his knowledge it's, is wrong. It's <laughs> so terrible. It's he's really? the worst LARPer. <laughs> yeah, shout out to the, the nonviolent LARPers. This yeah. guy's the worst yeah. LARPer, live yeah. action role player. It's like, also it, like really irresponsible. This is just not. It's yeah. just fake yeah. news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is. Yeah. It would be great if, if like, like, 
the prosecution had like a line of questioning to prove to him that he wasn't a yeah. vampire. Were you bitten? Do you have a <laughs> yeah. bite? Yeah. Do you? So vampire lore states that you have to be bitten to become a vampire. Were you ever bitten? And we have 6,000 <laughs> volumes <laughs> of vampire Can you did, see your reflection? <laughs> did you enjoy your lunch today in prison? There was garlic in that marinara <laughs> sauce. <laughs> How do you feel? <laughs> Like, this guy's like, <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So the jury takes 90 minutes to declare Alec guilty and he is sentenced to life. Can we talk about 90 minutes? Like you barely, everyone gets settled in, yeah. goes to the bathroom, grabs a snack. So they like, talk this for is like, like 12, one vote. Yeah. They yeah. talk yeah. for one like round 12, of votes. 12 minutes. It's yeah, always really bad there, yeah. when it comes to murder for the defense. If it is like a if couple of qu- hours, quick, it is it's bad. bad news for the defense. Yeah, you're right. They've just like, they've all gone to the bathroom, got yeah. water, yeah. sat and they're like, down. Let's just all fill out our paperwork. Okay. Let's have some pizza and then we're done. You sit around, you're waiting for the instructions. So he's all, he's guilty. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. He's sentenced to life, but he'll be what up for life? what is life there? Well, he'll be up for parole in eight, after eighteen years. He's shocked by the severity of his sentence and is placed under but suicide. He, but he said, life is but, forever. But he's a vampire. He's a vampire. He's going to be there forever. Yeah, yeah. And he's disappointed true. with the lack of vampires. But he, but he, <laughs> didn't he say of all the gangs there, right? In prison. <laughs> Right? There's, there's no Dracula gang, vampire he's, gang. He's going to get beat up so hard in there. He's such a nerd. nerd there's al- like nerd alert. There's like, like, like a vamp kid going into prison and being like. Yeah, yo, goth kids are nonviolent, bro. They're yeah. not in prison. Yeah, like your no, people aren't here. No. No, there's like the white prisoners and then there's the ultra white prisoners. Yeah, but, I mean, he's going he's gonna to be, be in trouble. Yeah. So uh, Alan is shocked by the severity of his sentence. But, but he said in the in the car, the police car, didn't he say he was going to get 25 years? He said he wanted to be held in car stairs, which was the... I thought he was like, I'll get 20 years, but I have his soul yeah. or something like that. 20 to 25. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, so between 2003 and 2004, Alan is shuffled around the prison, moving from Suicide Watch to Gen Pop and in and out of other units. But Alan Mingus manages to hang himself in his cell with a sheet and is found the morning of November 15th, 2004. Again, why even attempt to hang yourself if you're, if a, vampire, you're a vampire you're going to live yeah. forever? Yeah. Like, I wonder in this trial if they bring in expert witnesses like a vampire like a real like a a legit vampire guy and they're like running him through the ringer of like everything throwing holy water in his face he's fine he decided his name was vamp which i'm pretty sure would be like the last choice for any vampire on the planet this would be like if the most mega if the like a walmart the giant the largest mega corporation would come out with a vampire character and they just call it vamp it's like so he's like the basic of vampires he's like i'm gonna go get my fucking blood latte They got a priest come in. Uh, our next witness will be Father Mulcahy. Uh, Father, can you sprinkle holy water on him? Nothing. There's nothing happening. <laughs> who's Who's the famous vampire hunter? They bring him. They bring. They bring him in. Oh man, there's. Oh, I forget his name. Oh man, that would be. He's just like I'm not wasting an arrow. I'm not wasting a spike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, on yeah. this guy. Oh, yeah, a wooden stake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, this guy. Oh, Van, Van Helsing. Oh, yeah, Van Helsing. <laughs> the, the, 
He'll be like, you're not worthy. The prosecution calls Van Helsing. <laughs> <laughs> what are the, what's the probability? It's like, uh, it's like Maury. 99.9992%. He is not a vampire. They bring it. He's just getting hammered on his vampire defense from left and right by witnesses. That would be amazing. Uh, he's the we worst reported, vampire ever. Lori Povich. We determined that was a lie. Your father, Lestat, is not the father. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. That, he's bringing more and more people to... And everyone's got a Scottish accent because it's a great accent. Yeah. This oh, would yeah. be an amazing court case. Oh, oh, man. Oh, my God. That's funny. Holy nah, shit. Man. Well, this is just littered I mean, with just, I mean, like, Yeah, it's just If you're going to claim vampire, you got to know the lure. Yeah. yeah. You got to watch more than one movie. A <laughs> <laughs> hundred times. Yeah. I mean, ju- the, I mean the, the very shallow grave, unfortunately, but good thing he was caught quickly and, you know, put mm-hmm. away. But this guy's just an idiot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we are almost, being from Philadelphia, we're kind of Dracula experts by proxy because we have the great Rosenbach Museum in town, which has actual handwritten notes from Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yes, it does. Yeah. That, cool. that is the coolest museum. I yeah, love that place. This is like, if you're a Dracula fan, come to Philly and check out yeah. the Rosenbach Museum. But this is it. This is just dumb from yeah. get-go. This yeah. guy <laughs> basing it all on, what is this movie called? Queen of the Queen Damned. Of the Damned. Damned. It's, it's a decent movie, but it's not, you know, the... The quintessential vampire movie. It's also, yeah, it's like the third in the trilogy. You never, I mean. It's not good. It's questionable. I mean, if you measure that by God, by Godfather standards, that is the third is, you know. Throw in Lost Boys. Lost Boys would give you a lot of, a lot of. Sure. Yeah. Fright Night. Great Count Dracula movie or whatever vampire movie. (laughs) Yeah, literally any Dracula movie. Yeah, anything. Yeah, you could watch a silent I mean, Dracula yeah, movie was, from the 20s and get more information yeah, than yes. this guy had. This Laurel, was fantastic. Laurel, Laurel and Hardy. <laughs> yeah. Dracula yeah. and Wolfman. Yeah. Abbott and Costello yeah, meet Dracula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The Three Stooges meet yeah. Dracula. Yeah, any of those. Any yeah, of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Ernest, Ernest scared stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... Oh anyone with a dracula uh, with a vampire dracula oh, oh that was a good case yeah. for you yeah. <laughs> good i'm glad you enjoyed it all right uh before we get to everyone's favorite episode or segment uh get no more jason you know harass people yeah. jason yeah i'm just here to give you my uh bi-weekly harassing um so come uh interact with us on our socials facebook uh tiktok instagram uh we are dumbline podcasts everywhere and as always, please uh, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. And be sure to tell your friends if you enjoy listening to the program. Uh, we like putting it on for you. So if you like it, tell your friends about it. And I will pass it back to Greg for everybody's favorite Ooh, segment. Wow, love it. Get to know Maria. Get to know Maria. Get to know her. All right, Maria. I want you to rank from one to four. Oh, my God. That's one cool. being... Okay the mo- the best okay. for being the worst okay the styles of men's briefs boxers boxer briefs tidy whities and bikinis oh boxer briefs first boxer second um what was the tidy whities and bikinis uh tidy whities and then bikinis oh bikinis last last oh man i'm yeah. surprised i'm surprised tidy whities don't come up last no 
Bikinis, bikinis are weird. Bikinis are weird. It's a tough pull. <laughs> it's a weird it's, cut. It's weird. It's a weird and cut. They're like high waisted. Yeah, <laughs> like that's just like, it's too it's much. Like, it's too much. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for that, Maria. Yep. And uh, thanks for joining us for another fantastic episode of Dumbline. I'm Greg. I'm Jason. I'm Maria. And as the great tailor on Passion Gav Pasquale says, take it easy. See you, everybody. Bye.